Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is Minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast. This is your favorite weekly games podcast. My name is Kerry Palmer, and joining me this week, as always, is Jeremy Bratitich. Hello. We made it. How are we you? Jeremy? The How are you feeling? Uh, we I'm... did. We did it. We made it. Uh, I'm 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 good. I've 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 consumed a lot of media this week that I didn't expect to be consuming. Oh yeah. M- tell, my- tell us about the ones that you're not bringing up on the show. Uh, well, my partner and I have been watching White Lotus recently, and okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get into spoilers, so so don't worry. Um, but White Lotus is very good. Uh, we are up to the uh, we are up to the final episode oh, of, yeah. of season one. Um, I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah. Season two just came out. Jennifer Coolidge won won like a Golden Globe or an Emmy for it or something. Um, she's great in the show. Um, uh, one one of my coworkers is like, "Oh my god, tell me when you watched the last episode of the first season." I'm so excited, and I'm like, "Well, now that I know that I'm up to the last episode of the, of the first season, I will watch it and tell you how it went." And then instead of that, my partner and I were like, what if we watch The Matrix? And so we watched The Matrix instead. Um, <laughs> and like, that's a great time. That music, that movie's really fucking good. Um, Remember when you hadn't seen that until like 18 months ago? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, I, I do remember that. And when I watched it, I was like, that was great. And then I watched it like six, twi- six times since then. <laughs> six times. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so that that was one. Um, anything else that I'm not going to bring up that I didn't expect to be consuming? No. Okay, so everything else is is pertinent to the to the content of this episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. How, this how, week has your week been? My week my week's been good. It's been busy. Um, but. Uh, part of this week was watching the first episode of the Last of Us series, uh, which was which was interesting. Were you gonna are you gonna bring that up at during the episode, Jeremy? Uh, no, because I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen it yet, right? Okay, yeah, I watched it at some point. Uh, but... so yeah, no, it's interesting. I watched it twice actually. Um, and it was it was good. It's interesting. I really I really like experiencing that show differently. And and it was funny because I watched it and it kind of I don't know it, it it it's it's the start of The Last of Us right if you've played The Last of Us you know what it is basically but um experiencing it through a different medium literally and through a different lens through different actors um can you see Pedro Pascal act in things is excellent like it's it's all it's it's quite good and it was the kind of thing where you know. I was like, oh, I still have Last of Us Part 1 installed on here. I'll just jump into that. And I ended up playing it for like three or four hours this weekend. And it was really like kind of relaxing in a weird way because I'd played it a few months ago when it came out and I had the familiarity with the show. And so I was playing this and I'm like, oh, how are they going to do that? And I was just a bit removed from like the like brooding intensity of the actual product itself. And so I just had, I've just had a nice little Last of Us week, Jeremy. Nice. There was, um, I did see a tweet um from oh, fuck off. uh from one uh christopher dring who is the head of gameindustry.biz gi.b yes um, thank you for yes uh saying sales of the last of us part one spiked 238 percent in the uk boxed sales alone while, while, the, while the last of us remastered jumped which is the, the ps4 version um, Last of Us Part 1 is the PS5 version. Last of Us Remastered is the PS4 version. Jumped 322%. Good lord. No prize for working out why. 
I mean, you know. Yeah, like it makes complete sense, right? But also, like, yeah, it's like that's that is a that is a we knew that was why they did it, and this is why they did it. Yeah, that is a wild amount of money, right? Like, this is the same argument as why Nintendo limited the release of the uh, Mario All Stars collection. It's like because it would have made them more money, and I was mad at it, and it made them more money, and so it just makes perfect sense. Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, yeah, especially when you consider what like Last of Us Part One sales jumped, box sales alone jumped two hundred something percent. And that's with their ridiculous price point. And th- th- I want to say this is this is still better than the Mario thing, <laughs> but but yeah, like yeah, like this, it's that uh that property is going to make them a lot of money. Yeah. Yep. Sure is. Yeah. We're gonna be we're gonna be seeing the Last of Us until our dying days. I think. How soon do you reckon until, until they announce the third one? I know I know Druckmann is out here saying that they, that they're gonna not announce their next game until much closer to a release date this time. Um, yeah, but but what if Sony are like, well, we want a big thing to come along with season two. <laughs> what if they just get completely taken over that decision as like a, you know what? I don't think there'd be any point in doing that really, and like I think they're going to take a while to make a season two after this season. Um, I reckon they'll fast track it. HBO will be more than happy to fast track that season. Um, the only thing that yeah. will get in the way, which is the only thing that can get in the way, is Pedro's commitment to Star Wars, right? Like, like that'll that would be the 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 biggest blocker in them making the season two as quick yep. as they can. Yeah, totally. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe he gets the Mandalorian killed off. <laughs> <laughs> but but um. But in a in a throwaway <laughs> episode of another TV show that that, that they're making, yeah, that yeah, yeah, in the third season of of Book of Boba Fett, yeah, totally, yeah. Uh, Alex makes a good point that we are going to get factions first, and like I could see at the earliest we maybe get a tease when factions comes out. If factions takes that much longer than it is supposed to, like if we only see it at the end of this year, we might get a part three tease. But honestly, I don't. I, it's the kind of thing where like. I was I was looking at our website earlier this week and I came across I was looking at one of our old reaction videos mm-hmm. um, and it was for the September Sony State of Play right. uh, last year 2021 well two years ago shit yes. um, where they where they announced Spider Man and Wolverine and I was what and we were watching the the Spider Man trailer reveal and I was like I don't want this yet I'm not ready for this take it away I don't want it. And I was listening to myself say that. I'm like, wow, what? That's a bit strong, Gary. Because it's, it's, it comes down to the fact of like, I want them to take their time. Well, and yeah, you want them to get it right. And with, yeah. And with like, like no crunch and all that. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, exactly. And to not, and to not crap it out. Like, great. This was successful. Next three years, we're going to have another one. Get to it. Like, I don't, I don't want my games to be made that way. Um, and so that's the kind of, that's the kind of thing I go into looking at that. Before we see Last of Us Part Three, I want to see something new from Naughty Dog. Um, Got some Uncharted and Last you. of Us has been incredible, but like that was the PS3's like sort of interesting new thing, and we've been riding on that one wave from Naughty Dog for the last fifteen years straight. I want something new. They're working on something else. They are. I know, but but we're gonna get the Last of Us Three before we get that. I don't think we are. You don't reckon we are? No, I don't think we are. Okay. Pizza I think Pet? they're working on factions and this new thing concurrently. 
when Factions goes out, it'll be full steam ahead on this new thing. Pizza bet? I'll pizza bet you. Okay, I'll pizza right, bet you yeah. that we get their new thing before we get part three. Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah. Where do we keep track of that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to put I'll, it in I'll, I'll, our... make, I'll make a Notion database at some point. <laughs> yeah, okay, great. Then I'll never be able to find it. Love it. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to write it in our, in our Discord, which you can all join by going to minimap.com.au in the Minimap cast. Kerry bets Jeremy a, a pizza bet that we see ND's new thing before T Lao 3. <laughs> all right. We, now all we have to do is search pizza bed in Discord and we'll find something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Buddy will remember. Thank you. Buddy's in chat. He's, he's, he's got to have X. All right. Let's start the show, everybody. Thank you so much for being here, everyone. We are not... What? I I almost posted the invite link to the Discord in the Discord. In the Discord. (laughs) Uh, No, no, this is not the... If you were... Well, uh, this is the Minimap cast, everybody. Um, (laughs) We're not going to talk about The Last of Us anymore. We're actually going to talk a lot about Halo in this coming episode. Um, But before we get to that, we've got some housekeeping. This is the Minimap cast. We go live with this uh, every week on all podcast platforms every Wednesday with 24 hours of early access given to all of our wonderful patrons. Uh, More on that in a little bit. If you like what you're hearing, uh, make sure you tell your friends, give the show a positive rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, It makes a huge difference and it only takes a few seconds. Uh, If you want to get notified every time a new episode is released, uh, you can follow us on the social media platforms. Uh, We are at MinimapAU on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube, and also on Twitch. Uh, where we are live right now. That's Monday night, 6.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time uh, for the live recording of the Minimap cast every week. Uh, we always hang out with chat before and after and during the live recordings of the Minimap cast. We'd love to see you there. Uh, we also wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. Speaking of everybody, if you're into supporting musicians... Well, just while I mentioned Bandcamp, Bandcamp Friday, I think, is two weeks away. Oh, Next cool. one. It's, it's like first Friday of February, I think. So mm. you got a, you got, a, you got a, an artist you want to support or who you've been streaming like nonstop and you want to make a meaningful support, full impact, Bandcamp Friday. It's a good way to do it. If you want to support us, though, you can go to patreon.com slash minimapau. Minimap is completely independent and funded almost entirely out of our own pockets. Uh, And so to help keep the lights and mics on, you have the option to support us by becoming one of our patrons over there. Uh, For only $5 a month, you get 24 hours early access for all episodes of the Minimap cast, some extra little bonus features we're planning on cooking up and more. Head on over to patreon.com slash minimapau to help us out. And remember, it's cheaper than a latte with oat milk. So. So. This week we are returning to one of our one of our. This is the third one, I think, Jeremy. Uh, I don't remember actually. Neither do I. Uh, but we're returning to one of our recurring segments, and it's the "You Can Have This One" segment. That's right, we're back giving developers free advice who didn't ask for it. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy, who are we? Who are we is. helping? <laughs> it's not quite what I don't know. The, the the graphic is kind of is kind of like quiz showy. Yeah, exactly. We could you could have this one, or this week's you can have this one. Who are we helping this week, Jeremy? Tell the people. Uh, Halo. Um, the so yeah. Uh, this is just like designing uh what we think would be a cool idea for a game, 
and you could give this you can you can have this one developers if you want it you probably don't yeah you can have this one you're much better at this than we are and that's fine we know this yeah it, that being exactly. said if there's anything here you want to steal you can steal it it's all yours yeah. Yes, this is not meant to be a mean-hearted thing. No. Um, we do probably, we will probably say this at the start of every topic. We will, because um, we, we we genuinely don't want to seem like people that are kicking people while they're down. It just so happens to be the time that we scheduled this episode, you can have this one on Halo, happened to be maybe during 343's worst week ever. Um, yes. This, is, this was decided months ago. This was decided... Yep. Actually, somehow, yeah. actually, we had decided this ages ago that we were going to do this. Yeah. Um, of this week. <laughs> of, of, yes. Yes. Um, but it's all out of love. It is out of love. So our thoughts are with all of the uh, employees and ex-employees of 343 Industries who unfortunately let go this week. Yeah. Uh, Anybody that apparently works in any tech company at all, we are thinking of you and we hope that you have job security. Yes, yes, it is definitely a, a shaky time to be a part of anything to do with technology. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, so it's out, it's a lot of people. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Anyway, so we're yeah. going to come up with what we think might be a really cool idea for a Halo game. Yeah, for the next Halo. Where we, we were kind of scrapping this one together. How are you? How are you feeling about your list before we get stuck into it, Jeremy? I got, I got, I got, I got a lot of a lot of positive stuff in here. Okay, I I was writing this and I was like, I want to hear some different stuff, but I was this was tricky for me because our other you can have this one like contenders properties. Mm-hmm. We're looking at stuff like Jack and Daxter, Star Wars, things that have been somewhat latent in the game space or are so large in like Star Wars's instance where you can fit something else that's completely different in in with that property. This, we got a core Halo, a brand new one, 13 months ago. So this is somewhat fresh. Yeah. Uh, and it's And that was a game that I enjoyed more than most people did, I think. Um, that wasn't, wasn't, universally hated or anything like that it wasn't like like when saints row or gotham knights came out this year but um you know infinite has had a well-storied development point being a lot of my stuff came from oh what would my what would my favorite modern halo game be oh i kind of really liked infinite (laughs) right and so it kind of came to like it immediately became like okay what's different why didn't i what parts didn't i like and so started to like address their faults so this isn't meant to be like direct Halo Infinite critique, but a number of my points are skewed somewhat that way. Yeah, and like so are mine in terms of stuff that I think didn't work in Infinite, but how I would have, how I think with the benefit of not having to make the game, looking at what got made and and a, and a whole like, well, actually maybe this would have been a better idea. Um, yeah, pie I, in the I, sky. I, I have some of that as well. Um, yeah. Do you want to start off with anything big? Have you got like a big change up at all? Because you know, like the, the, big the I've got, I've got, I've got a couple of things. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let, let's start off with with the big, the big change. The biggest, the biggest one I've got, right? So I've got, I got two headings. One uh-huh. is multiplayer, and one is single player. Okay. Single player, I got two points at the at the start. One is reduce the scope of the stakes of the game compared to like Halo Three, which okay. they did in Infinite, and I thought that worked well. Right. But the biggest thing I want here is if we're not going to be fighting Flood. Mm. Maybe it's time we start fighting against some humans. 
brand new for the Halo franchise. I don't think there's a single Halo game where you fight against humanity. Uh, uh, I mean, like, like the fighting against Locke, but like, not really. Like, you know, like it's like there's you. You I, never actually shoot him, though. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like, like you, like that they don't actually ever fight. He just, it's just Locke is chasing. Yeah. Chief poorly. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, I my only counterpoint is I feel like that's the point of multiplayer. Okay, that's a good point. That is where that sort of arena is. I like the idea of seeing seeing like an anti-Spartan like human force try to try to take on your team, try to take on your your, yeah, the, your combatant take uh, on Master Chief. That, that, that's kind of like that. That's where the Halo story starts. Um, sure, and and also where the the TV show starts, which 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 I'll get into. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't think that's like I think like you have to do that well. I I just don't think that that's like super interesting. Um, yeah, I know it's not. It's not. It isn't necessarily a good replacement for Flood. Yeah, but the, I was sitting here thinking like, oh well. They didn't have flood in infinite. They didn't have. They didn't have really anything else in infinite except for like sentinels and the the banished, and then like a couple of like bosses that were different. Like yeah. the and so then I was thinking back to like Halo four and five when they had the Prometheans, and how that seemed to me like they they were like, well, we're not doing flood. The flood is dead. Well, that's a that's a button on Bungie's. Halo experience is is the flood. Let's that's going to be their defining thing. Our defining thing is going to be that you're fighting Prometheans, and it was like, yeah, but they weren't they weren't that fun to fight against. They had some cool weapons, but like it, it wasn't quite the hit in the way it was. And, and like, so trying to come up with something else, it's like, oh, what's the flood? But not the flood. I thought I was like, maybe let's just steer away from that. What else would just be kind of different and interesting on in its own right, I, I, not to be a flood replacement? I honestly think I think you need to do like different monsters maybe like 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 wild animals perhaps um like that one monster in reach <laughs> yeah well like well, the, that one monster in reach was actually going to be in halo 2 um and, oh. it, and, and it got cut um yeah. i think maybe you do some of that stuff you maybe can throw a little uh a little avatar James Cameron's avatar in there, you know, so, some, so, some big monsters like that, that are kind of like wild animals and they're not really a force, but you still got to deal with them at times. But that's kind of sad okay. because the animals tend to just be like chilling. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty intense. That, that, that's a big like colonization energy. Yeah. Like I, th- I think, I think I, the, the Prometheans are so fascinating, right? Because on paper they work, right? Like on paper yeah. as a concept, they make a lot of sense. Aside from they were really not fun, and that's not a thing you get on paper. That's the thing you get from trying and iterating. Um, yeah, like it made sense in terms of the law, which is tricky with Halo. You got to you got to consider the law if you're taking this seriously at all. And they they didn't make up anyone. They brought someone in from the from the mythology. They brought in a, a force from the mythology because the Prometheans are the people who made the the Halos. They're an ancient race. No, those are the forerunners. But like the oh, shit, yeah. Um, they, they, they like like three, four, uh, three. Prometheans are from the forerunners, though. Like it, it's linked. Yeah, but like they, they made it. It wasn't like they picked the Prometheans out of the law books. Like they 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 wrote that story. 
Um, which okay, is, okay. Which I misunderstood is, that. Like, which is fine. Like, like you should be able to do that. Um, yeah. But it was just like the actual act of fighting them, I didn't, they just weren't that enjoyable to fight. So I think maybe yeah. like what you need is a, is a more, maybe you have uh, different, actually, I'm going to, I'm going to throw it on your head. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it on his head. It's what it's gonna be is you know how there's that moment in Halo Three where you team up with the Flood to fight the Covenant very briefly sure. in that one level because at that moment your goals are aligned. Yeah, you do that, but with the Covenant, like the whole Covenant force, you're fighting with the elites, you're fighting with the jackals, you're fighting with the grunts, you're fighting with the hunters together against yep, yep. I, like, like I, I, against a flood force. Mm-hmm. Right. It is like it is it is the final the the final location of the flood. There is because mm-hmm. they the whole point of the halo is it has it carries the DNA of everything so that when the universe is wiped out it can be remade again. But it accidentally yep. carried the flood. And there is one location yeah. where it is left, and it is this this one, you know, Zeta Halo or whatever the fuck. Alpha Halo. Yeah. Um doing that with the Covenant, I reckon would be pretty cool. Like like jumping into like what you're so used to, which is like, oh, Jackals on the Ridge. A, like a party yeah. a party of grunts and an elite, right? But like imagine yeah. imagine if that was you, right? Because the like you do that a little bit in Halo too, but imagine if the whole campaign was chief commanding like an entire yeah. battalion of, of Covenant. Like teaming up with humans, right? The you like and you, they can do that fun Doing like, what the Arbiter did in Halo two and three. But but you, you can have those fun moments then, right? Of like, you know, uh, sharing weapons with each other, you know, like yeah. give, like like they, they do that in ODST very slightly. Um, but like, imagine a bunch of, uh, grunts picking up magnums and a bunch of, yeah. uh, marines picking up like needlers and And then maybe and like, if, if it, if it's an alliance that lasts the whole game, they could start having like modified weapons and that can be yeah. sort of part of what makes that new game fresh and yeah, interesting. Like, you get those combination of vehicles perhaps, right? You get a, you get yep. a, uh, um, you get a you get a, hover warthogs. Well, yeah, or you get a mongoose with ghost blasters on it, or something. Yeah, right. Like like yeah. lots of little things like that. A scorpion with with a booster pack on the back. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's. I think the enemies in Halo, in the Bungie games, have never been the issue. It's about keeping those fights fresh, and I think sure. doing doing something like that, I think, would allow it to feel more fresh without you having to kind of resort to doing like human on human battles. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. That, to that, be fair, when I say human on human, I'm well aware that if you just stick like four Marines in front of a Spartan, it's, it's like, like it's like four grunts, right? Sure. So it's got to be like, we're talking mechs. We're talking like failed Spartan operatives or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, equivalent forces in that regard. But yeah, I, I like how, I like how far we could we could plumb that one. That mm. was that was that was a meaty dot point. What 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 are, what are your biggest takeaways, Jeremy? Right, if my, we haven't touched on them on them already. We we haven't. That one was completely on the fly. Um, my biggest one, Kerry. This is a little bit more mechanical than 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 just like uh, so. This is a bit more structural than just like an idea of what to have in the campaign. But 
the thing about modern games is that it's really hard to 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 make it feel like it's got legs, right? One of the biggest things that Halo Infinite has been struggling with is is getting people to come back and keep playing. I I think. Um, yes, you've you've got the campaign. Campaign will always be there in a Halo game. And you've got the multiplayer. When the multiplayer is struggling, you kind of need that other option, right? It's been firefight predominantly. It's been custom games, all of this stuff, right? I'm not saying you don't include this in this, but I think Halo 5 had a thing called Spartan Ops. And I've spoken about this on the podcast in the, in, in, in the past where it was a, a weekly episodic additional game mode to Halo 5. Halo 4? Halo 4, sorry. Halo 4. Um... I get it mixed up because Halo 4 looks really good visually. Um, it does. And in my head... that It, it does. Like, That's an amazing looking 360 game. Honestly, right? Um, so yeah, so uh, Halo 4 had a thing called Spartan Ops, which tied into the Forward Unto Dawn TV show that was happening at the same time. Um, yeah, and it used some of the characters from Halo 4 in it. Yes, yeah. It, it had characters from Halo 4 and characters from Forward Unto Dawn to make this, this big... Um, uh, multimedia like extravaganza sort of thing, right? Where Ooh. yeah, I know, right? Um, cross promotional. Well, let me right? let me tell you about Quantum Break. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I've seen people on Twitter talking about that. Um, I should I should still play that game. I still haven't gone and played it, and I want to. I don't know. If you, I don't know if you should. Um, the yes, yeah, like Spartan Ops is, was a really cool idea that. I don't think the world was ready for yet or the gaming was ready for yet. This idea of weekly missions for you to come back to, because when you look at a game like Destiny, when you look at games that have consistent story progression over periods of time to keep you playing, that is what Spartan Ops was on Halo 4. The story wasn't, like the the issue was the story wasn't great and they reused a lot of, missions pretty like pretty quickly a lot of them were like like some of them were cool where they were set in like the multiplayer maps and they did like a cool scenario sort of thing but some of them were like we've just reskinned and like like redone up this this campaign map and i was like i've been here a bunch and you do them a lot that's yeah. like a hundred missions. So there's like a lot of fucking work. Like I get it. Yeah. There was some bespoke stuff in there. There's a there's a specific, I think, scarab in a unique mission that they had there, which apparently was pretty cool. Do that now. Right? It's another game mode. It can have its own little mini mini progression. It can go towards the same season pass the multiplayer is going to. It can go to the same season pass the campaign is going to. Doing it now, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Thing is, I like that. Doing it now would just feel so natural. <laughs> it would just it feel would. like the thing and, that they would do, and it would address one of the biggest issues we had with Halo Infinite, which was how dry it felt. Yeah. How 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 quickly the well dried up. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah, it's tricky. I still think that. Those same design problems, you still you still get them. You still get re- recycled maps. You still get um, really quick turnaround. So maybe not a compelling story. You know, it's that it's that issue that Destiny has been having for the last few years with their seasonal content, right? Where they want to be giving their players who log on each week something to do each week, but that means they need to create weekly content. Yes, and that is a lot of content. On top of the fact that they're also creating the next quarters weekly content 
and the next year's yearly DLC and the the shakeups they're doing. Like that's the kind of thing they've been struggling with this whole time. I'm gonna um, and this this would be a this would be a development nightmare. This would be a complete nightmare. <laughs> but I'm gonna give you an idea in a perfect world. Okay. The live ops Spartan ops game mode is developed and written by a different team entirely. Okay. 343 or whoever is making this game is... They focus on the core content. They focus on multiplayer map updates and if there's full full story DLC, then that or whatever. You give give Spartan Ops to like uh, an Obsidian-esque... Uh, company not not obsidian because i don't think that that's quite the perfect i think they're too big now but yeah 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 but like but like an obsidian to bethesda in the age of those fallout games right like you give like like aspire like blue point no no no. like like someone that still does like a like now like uh someone like um i'm trying to think of a really good fit um hmm, who do you give who do you give the live ops halo story and design to yeah uh you give it to oh I, I've, I've got it okay I'm, I'm gonna say mine first okay you give it to machine games yeah that's a good call that's a good call machine games or id like i kind of think of them pretty equivalent in, like, in different ways like id are too big at this point but but yeah but they're both making like wolfenstein and doom like i feel like they're pretty Similar, but yeah, no, like that's the same thing, right? With they're, they're they're very accomplished first person shooter studios. That's yeah. what they do. They make incredible modern iterations of classic first person shooters. Yeah, um, where they feel great. Who's your pick? Rare. Rare. <laughs> it's not necessarily like it doesn't. It's not a one to one fit, but rare love stretching their legs it's true they absolutely love it they look they, they would eat it up right rare, they rare, would rare are very talented and the thing with this idea that you have what makes it somewhat really exciting is it frees up 343 to not have to be stuck trying to do everything for every mode for every zone keep every facet of the game active it lets them focus the idea of giving it to another studio that is is strong, is developed, is ready to take on the challenge and have that be part of their focus. The thing is they would have to have some sort of really good um, monetization in the, the system itself. Like to bring on a whole second studio for this like free update system is like, I don't know how you make that work. I mean, like, but you, if you, you do can, get a whole second studio, even just to dedicate half their personnel, you, you can, that would be amazing. You can bundle this in with the season pass. Right. The season pass is you get the progression and then it then also gives you access to this season of Spartan Ops. Right. It, yep. it, is a, it is a combined thing where you get the benefits in multiplayer. People who play multiplayer will happily buy season pass regardless. Right. Yeah. They want they want those cosmetics. They want those drops. They want that better progression. All that stuff. Right. You yeah. also get access to to Spartan Ops in it. Inside of Spartan Ops, it allows people to 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 play an entire new game mode. That while it is a, a behind a paywall regularly, um, it will get the multiplayer people playing it because they'll they can be Spartan Ops only challenges like there is in like an Apex or like a Fortnite sort of thing. Right. You can have those playlists 
mixed across the platform that is your new Halo game. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's that's fascinating. Mm. I really I really like that idea. I don't know if it's possible. I don't know if it's possible. Anyway, that's not what we're asking here. <laughs> no, it's a great idea though. Thank you, thank you. Uh, what what else have I got here? Um, I've got I've got a bit of a I've got a bit of a shit one. Yeah, go on. Halo needs open zones, just like Sonic Frontiers. I hate this idea. So I think this is a bad the reason, idea. <laughs> the reason I say this is because, like, I quite liked Zeta Halo, um, in the way that it. I, I, I it's fine. I, I quite liked Zeta Halo, but I don't want there to be one single open map for Halo. I don't think it works that well for it. Yeah. So I think open moments where you do have some compounds and some places to get in a warthog and put some marines in the back or in co-op or get in the same car. Some totally. some opportunities to have that open setting inside of a co-op PvE space. Yeah. I think is really great. I think that's fun. Sure. Maybe string them together with with linear missions that you can revisit whenever you want. And 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 they can be different and exciting. They can have different vehicles available to them or different weapons or different enemies or whatever. I think that could go a long way. Sort of sort of in the way that um you know, Uncharted Lost Legacy has their their open moment. Last of Us Part Two has its open moment. Sure. Maybe maybe they maybe Halo can have two or three or four maybe that's too much, but open moments yeah. that are different and not not hamstrung to the one map with the one needs to be contiguous with its environment and art design. You can have it be separate. You can have it be um yeah, you can have them be discrete places. Yeah, I I I know what you mean. I think Leah, because like the, the the warthog is fun to drive in a giant fucking sandbox. It's what it is, it and it's fun to do that with people and have things to do. Exactly. I th- I think it. I think it. It. Uh, I I think I do miss Halo being linear. Yeah, I think I think maybe that's where the Spartan Ops kicks in. Spartan Ops is about jumping into a warthog with your buddies. Okay, sure. Maybe the Spartan Ops is open areas. Yeah, maybe that could be interesting. A, a, a bit more. It doesn't have to be like like I, I think we we both agree that I think we don't want in our new Halo game uh, one big open area. But I think a Spartan Ops can like that might allow it to flesh out a bit more, right? You're not constantly yeah making... these could be people who are like stationed in a spot and there are developments each week in that spot and and the, the it, maybe it can grow maybe as as the missions get like continue maybe a map actually does get larger right there's an area yeah. of the map that is closed off because they're working on this content and they need to like uh, they release this part of it in episode one and then in episode 20 or whatever this part of of the of an of an area you've already been to then opens up and it feels a bit more wider and you can then can drive around honking the horn um <laughs> with the with, with with your pals um the yeah like like I, I think for me for what i want for the single player like like a structure is 
I need to be able to go to different places like all the time, right? Like, sure. Like, like the 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 Zeta Halo was really samey. It was quite quickly. I also didn't know that there was nighttime. Did you know there's nighttime in that? I might. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. I did. It looks the same as daytime. <laughs> Except the skybox changes. I had to look it up. Um. I, I needed to feel like I'm going like on a on a space adventure, right? Like the like Yeah, Infinite doesn't do that. And like uh, when you think back to like a like a like an ODST or something, the most contained of, of, of the originals, even though that's all set in one city that you're traveling through all the time, you still know these locations, right? There's a moment where you're like on skyscrapers on scaffolding high above the city there's uh buildings that have been blown up that you're then entering in flashback yep. sequences you're driving through the zoo right or the highway the highway there there are so many like you travel and you are consistently moving and there's like a level of momentum and 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 like this this like you're fucking trucking along because you're a giant yep fucking dude in armor um you know like at the end of this i want you to feel like fuck he must be tired (laughs) yeah yeah that's a good point that's a good point zeta didn't do that but i think that came down to like reducing the 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 stakes of the game as well which i think works sure yeah like but i I also feel like odsc was quite low stakes relatively relatively yeah but it still has its moments of like we need to get this person to the fleet of of course, of course, but it's all it's all, it's it's low stakes r- relatively, but to yep. the characters, it's the most important fucking thing ever. Yeah, and totally. and, and that's what makes it work. I think. Yeah. Um. I also say. Yeah. I also say just as a small one, uh, you can keep the grappling hook in this one. That's a good addition. Yeah, you can keep that. Yep, totally. I really like the equipment. Um, I know it, I know it was cumbersome, but I did learn how to swap between them quite fluidly um, after a couple of hours. Um, and I liked being able to use the scanner and then like like pretty fluidly change the grapple hook. The grapple hook was it was an amazing addition for Halo. Yeah. Um, I don't think I ever won a Halo without it. Honestly, it like I can't see a, a reason why I would want one without it. Look, Pulling plasma coils to you, weapons, enemies. I, th- I like, think the world has to support it. Um, yes, one hundred percent. But I think, yeah, like I think, I think if they wanted to make a really small scale Halo, like like size wise, then I think you don't you don't necessarily need it. But I think at that point you should think, why don't we make this a bit bigger and include it? Because it's a, yeah. a net positive, I think, in the end. Yeah, totally. The way they made it was excellent as well. I'm looking here at what I've got. A lot of these are kind of smaller ones. Um, whatever, what ever halo looks like in the future it needs to have single player it needs to have multiplayer what that means is it also needs to have on day one on launch it needs to have co-op and it needs to have forge those things while they weren't necessarily there from the start like online co-op wasn't there in the first one or whatever and forge was uh, an addition later into the series but they are foundations of what this franchise is built upon and they help propel the series forward. And they were part of what had Halo be one of the one of the 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 
trailblazers in modern online video gaming, full stop. Yeah. Like Forge and and community content creation where where the community can inspire and develop and propel themselves and their own inspiration and their own motivation to keep playing the game. That sort of regenerative cycle is integral to keeping Halo alive. It's a fascinating thing. It's a fascinating thing because Forge was... Forge was the answer to people saying, I want to spend more time in Halo. What can I do? Yeah. Like, and yeah. like, you don't get that with mini games. You don't get that with almost any game. You might not even get that with Halo anymore, right? Because, like, because there was a level of. Yeah, like, you don't get that with shooters, even. Like, you, you know, like, who, who says that? Yeah, right. Like, you might get that with a Destiny for some people, and you might get that with, with, like, with some battle royales for some people if, if they really, really dig them. But sure. But they're, they're built that way. Yeah, but 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 this was a specific like answer to like I want to be in Halo more. Like I want to like try new things, make new game modes, make a new sport, all of that stuff. Right? Like there was a level of yeah, yeah. Like but but like but being in that world because all of the Forge maps still feel like Halo, right? Yes. And that was a really good decision that they made to do that because it it allowed those people to live that world and spend hundreds of hours making a making a part of 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 Halo that feels like it might be actually in the game. Yeah. Um which was, you know, phenomenal. Um and kind of leads into one of my points if 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 you were if you're happy to move on from from that one. Yeah, yeah, please. A lot of mine are smaller from here on. Sure. Um, yeah, this is probably my last big one, which is the, it needs to have a vibe and a feeling. Um, like, 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 like my, my note here is it, 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 Halo is, 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 it's kind of grounded in its dramatics, but it is not melodramatic. It is, it is the, the characters are all legendary and somewhat larger than life kind of Shakespearean in that way. Yeah. Not even the characters in the game can believe that Master Chief and Arbiter are in front of them. They are like yeah. so so amazed by them. Like they they will they will like they will grab onto them and say like like let's fucking go, right? Like the like it is it is really exciting that these characters are doing something that they will remember. Yeah, for the rest of the the minor characters' lives, right? Like the, one of the greatest um, ca uh, ad campaigns that Halo did was this one, which was about um, retired veteran Marines in a, like a in a military museum talking. Is this the is there a Believe campaign? The, was that the, there was? I don't remember if this was part of that or if it was adjacent to it or not. But it was keep going. It, it was like these these old men in this in this museum talking about the old days of of the Human Covenant War, and talking about Chief as if he was like this 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 legend, yeah. But one that they fought with, um, and like them talking about like like and like and and they have this really great shot where one of them picks up a needler, and it's huge. It's in his hand like this. Yeah. And and he's like so like you sort of like you can see the weight in him picking up this gun that Chief like just wields in one hand and uses like a like a yeah. water pistol. When like a human picks it up, it looks like a rifle, doesn't it? It's not a pistol. Yeah, 
I, I think you need, you need to play into that. I think I think Infinite did some of that really well. Like it's 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 cutscenes where they took the camera away from the world it was in and shot a spotlight on a character and they had this this onstage monologue kind of or this onstage conversation, this little performance that they would do. I thought that was a really interesting cutscene design. I, I didn't love its execution, but I think it's a good idea. And I actually wouldn't mind if they if they if they did that more, maybe like keep the world in it maybe a little bit more. Um don't 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 dim the background as much. Mm. But I think it was a really cool idea. Um, Infinite, Infinite have no cuts. No cuts. Ooh, it might have. I think it, it might have in a, in the in a broad sense. Yeah, I think it did. Sim- similar to God of War Ragnarok, and I think that those were th- th- those. I think are actually trying to do the same thing. And I think that neither of them stuck that landing of trying to make it feel like a, like a, like a show. Right. Like, like not like a TV show, but like a, like a performance, like, yeah. like a thing that they are presenting to you. And I think that maybe there is a way to do that, but I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how you do it because the way it worked in the past was to make it bombastic and make it over the top and make it, Make it about cool moments. Um, Maybe you can't do both, Um, but I think that I think that there is a way to to try and make it kind of interesting. Mm. Uh, So it was the Believe campaign. There was a huge ad campaign for it. Um, There were so many Believe ads. There were like seven, and they're all different. Yeah, and one of them, one of the Believe ads, is just like music on top of like this. It looks like a literal. They made like a figurine sort of battlefield. Yeah, it's just, it's lots of plastic figures. Um, That's great. But then, yeah, you got the people walking around the museum and saying, "Yeah, this this happened." What, what was cool about that specific figurine one was that there was a website you can go to um, where you could classic two thousand and seven. Yeah, right. Yeah, there was a custom website which had a, a really cool thing where you could fly through that at your own pace and like look, oh, look around. Cool. Like it wasn't like it wasn't a three D thing. It was just like a, like an on rails. Kind of like how, like, like a Street View, yeah. Kind of like how Street View works. Um, uh, it was cool though. It was real cool. Mm. What have I got here? Uh, it's tricky because, like, we we don't know what Halo multiplayer looks like in the modern landscape, really. Yeah, like it. My, it, my it note left... for multiplayer is genuinely, I'm not too sure. Yeah, it it needs to start adopting some of the modern tendencies even if it's just copycatting and we could see what a, a, a halo with a battle pass that works looks like you yeah. could see what a halo with frequent updates looks like yeah I with think- with frequent store changes that are actually exciting and keep their player base engaged and excited and and reward like you know there's something there's a, there's a really strange thing with microtransactions that I thought about when I was writing this, right? And I wrote, because I wrote the words, you need to have excellent microtransactions. And I wrote that. And I'm like, what the fuck am I saying? You need to have excellent microtransactions. That sounds like, that sounds gross. But there's a part of me, maybe, maybe we're all brainwashed at this point. Maybe we're all conditioned to accept it. But for the people who get stuck into a big multiplayer suite 
like Fortnite, Apex, like what Halo wanted to be. Overwatch. Those additions that are optional, completely aesthetic, and for the people who really don't want them or really can't afford them, they don't need them and they don't get them. But for the people who are really into it, whether they're good at it or not, but they play every night, they play for hours, those kinds of things are a great reward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're a, like, and, and they, the, they feed into a, an icky part of the industry that I don't like that we, we, we went into microtransactions and we were talking about call of duty, right? We were talking about, uh, yeah. what was that harrowing conversation we had? What was that about? I don't remember. Right. That was, Neither do I. Yeah. Like I know what you're talking about. Um, we, we, it was kind of impromptu and we, it was, it was a topic about, it became a lot about microtransactions. It, it did, but it, it was more, it, it was more to it than I, I don't remember what it was. Was it, was it the first you can have this one? No, cause that was Avengers. Um, was it about Fortnite? I think it might've been about Fortnite. We spoke about Call of Duty for a reason and I don't remember why. Yeah, we did. Anyway, so it was it was about the microtransactions and how about we we, we felt like we kind of like our souls were hurting by the end of it. It's just like oh, there was a specific phrase that I said that made us want to both die, and I don't remember what it was. Yeah, just sort of like accepting the grim reality of what like monetization in the gaming landscape means these days. Yeah, but if if today you want to have players play your game for hours and hours and hours, day after day, week after week, month after month. You need to have something there that keeps it different, that keeps it fresh, that it, that excites them. That's like, whoa, I've never seen that before. Even if it is just a skin, because you can't create a brand new map in a, in a day or a week. It takes months to create. So what do you do? You, 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 you focus on like, the Spartans are so cool. You can make so many cool designs with the Spartans. There needs to be, they need, you need to have, Excellent microtransactions. <laughs> I hate you. Can't, I hate me too. I'm, can, I'm canceling the podcast. <laughs> what? That's not the full thing I wrote. What? What was it? You need to have excellent microtransactions day to day in a free to play multiplayer suite. Microdosing dopamine was the phrase Fuck. that I used, and I'm glad that I made that the episode title. Yes. The discussion topic was, can a shooter be successful without it being a battle royale? Right. Right. Yes, I did. I did think that that discussion spun out from something else. Like it was related and prescient, but it wasn't the, the focus, but it became the focus. Yes. Yeah. A bit of, bit of, a bit of, um, 90, uh, extended ep- reading for you. Episode 94. That was, that was before we were on video, I believe. Oh, right. So from a while ago. Yeah, about a, close to a year ago now. Uh, that episode went live on February 25th, 2020. Very close to a year ago. Oh, boy. What do you got, Jeremy? That, that's, that, is, that is nearly everything. Um, yeah. Like, I just got some like loose ones. Yeah. The, the, uh, yeah, that's everything. I'm, I, don't, I don't need to bring up any more of these. It's like, yeah. Uh... Yeah. The thing I've got is you need to create and expand. Iterate on what's good through small and meaningful refinements alongside some new additions. So and and two three four three's credit, I do think they did that in a in a fair regard. I was trying to think about Bungie's iterative progress, how the games felt the same but different each time. The the guns were tweaked, 
they were new, but they were the same, but they were different, but they were interesting. Yeah. There was a whole different type of this. The beam rifle was replaced with this, or loadouts, or and they, and... yeah, or they had this whole other class of vehicle that you'd never seen before. Like they always, they always tweaked, refined, added, removed. It was constantly they, they were they were they were tweaking the 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 and of course you have to do this now, but they were tweaking the 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 equipment and the ability set like it was a multiplayer game when it was only a single player game or local multiplayer game yeah. at the time. Um, and I think that that was is fascinating to look at. I don't I don't know what that means really for what the next Halo is, but it it we can't keep looking back. But in the same way, it needs to honor it. Like I really, I really don't, I really don't envy the task that three four three was given when they were created to shepherd the the Halo franchise. Yeah. To to become a successful studio, as successful as one of the most successful studios had been at all time in the industry up at that point, somehow just do it again. Yeah. Like that was their task. And I don't know how you do that because you, you get to situations like this where you're like, well, we can't keep looking back. We've got to do something new, but we can't just disregard everything because it's beloved. Cause it's, it's a, it, it's a, it's gaming, it's, it's gaming royalty. It's, it's, it's history. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do that either. It, it it's, it's a seemingly impossible task. 343, I do not envy the work that you have had to do this no. past 12 years. No, not at all. That's it. What do you, you can have that one. What do you, what, <laughs> what do you call it? Um, have you got a name? Yeah. Um, and then we'll throw it. Uh, the Halo twin armies, Halo <laughs> twin armies, <laughs> Halo dog days. <laughs> <laughs> Army of two. <laughs> yeah. Halo up your arsenal. <laughs> Halo twin sanity. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, that's hard. Yeah. And because like all the Halo games have all been pretty related to something that's happening in the game aside from Infinite, right? Because like Halo ODST is about ODSTs and Reach is about the planet Reach and I still want to point out there are less games that are named compared to the Halo games that are numbered. Uh, sure, but like the ones, Halo Zero, yeah, but the ones that are named are like named after Guardians, yeah. uh, Reach, yeah, Infinite, Gu- Guardian Reach, Infinite ODST. Halo by Beyonce, <laughs> Arbitration. <laughs> Yeah, uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think we're going to get a name, so I reckon we're just going to have to leave it at that. <laughs> Naming things are hard. It is hard. Uh, no one, if anyone's listening to this and you are going to have this one, that one you can't have because it's a terrible idea. <laughs> don't take that one. What, what are they called? If call you want that like, one and you think of using it, don't. I'm telling you now. Like, don't bother. Halo, like, new ring or something, or like Halo, uh, you know. Halo Spark. Yeah, that would be that would be great. That's a great name. Na- named after the um, Project Spark from the Xbox One launch. 
Or but you've also got like Guilty Spark in there. No, I don't think I'm. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm gonna throw it at the break. Okay, great. Well, everyone, we'll be back in just a short little while with what we've been playing, what we've been watching in some cases, Halo related and otherwise. Stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Minimap cast. We've been talking computers, bin chickens, the lot during the break. If you want to catch the break next time, you can watch us live every Monday evening, 6.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, so we're going to do something a little funky now. Uh, Jeremy and I need to record a segment of this off the air. So we're going to, for people watching live, we're just going to go to the next segment. And for people, for people watching after the fact, we're going to cut in a segment that we're going to do later now. And you're going to listen to it right now. Uh, okay. We're gonna we we're, we're gonna forespeak. I shall forespeak. Um we're recording this after a very long post show. A too long post so show. <laughs> if we're if we're a little if we're a little ratty, um I'm sorry, but time is time has passed. It's all over now. This is just how it's gonna be. I'm gonna start uploading the post show while we're doing this. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> so I've played Forspoken. I've played about a dozen hours. Um, this is coming out a good 24 to 36 hours after the game's released, so I can so I can talk about it. People are going to be further ahead than I am by the time this comes out. Um, it's interesting. It's an interesting game in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, the the elephant in the room is the is the the stuff from the promotional material, right? Which is the main character, Frey, being someone from the modern world, being in a, 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 fan, a fantastical setting, a fantasy setting. Uh, and she's kind of brash and she's got this streetwise persona and it's all about like, oh, am I, I can't believe I'm fighting freaking dragons, no, man. I don't need to do, I don't need the line. I don't need it. There's, I do. If you really want. Okay. So let me get this straight. It does happen in the game. Really? It, yeah, it happens really early. Ugh. And there's nothing else like it. Okay. It's very bad. Go on. No, like that's it. Like it like yeah, like I, oh, the, the, I, I, I don't know the rest of it off by heart, but it's like the Oh yeah, I'm but it's fighting like, freaking so, dragons. Yeah. So what I can say. I didn't mind it as much as I thought I would, having gone through the, the prologue where you, you start the game in New York with her and then get taken through with her. It all kind of makes sense in that context a bit more. Um, and there's basically three things I want to talk about. There's like the story slash the, the hub area, the, the city called Sapal. Yeah. There's the combat and there's the exploration. Um, the premise is fine. It's whatever. She gets teleported to this place that's being um, racked by uh, like this poison substance. It's turning everything in it to zombies. And the only safe place is this city in the middle of the world called Sapal. But like the world's ending. Mm. But she has this cuff that can talk to her, this, this magical bangle. 
and it gives her powers and makes her immune to the the badness. And the cuff can speak and doesn't know why it is like that, but it is. And she's interested in getting home. She's quite self-serving. She's she's someone who looks after herself, but she's got this power, and and she goes out into the world to sort of see if she can reopen the portal to get back because whatever. Sure. The 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 art direction for like environments for like the 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 world is pretty like the natural environments i think is quite good there's really cool like stone arches and like some old buildings and and the the topography i think is quite interesting and the the different biomes they've got the the grass and the water and the sand and the desert and the corrupted zones like i think that all works really well it's quite naturalistic so it, it isn't quite as bombastic as like a like a destiny you know where you're like whoa the, the skybox here and io is some, something else like it's yeah. not it's not that it's quite naturalistic D- destiny being like industry leader and in some of that stuff yeah yeah but you know just you know it's nothing's quite that iconic okay. but i do like it i think it's good okay um some parts of it though are really bad like the skybox itself it looks like it's come out of a ps3 game like right. I feel like it. I can see the, the pixels sometimes in this skybox. It's so strange. And being in Sapal, it being in the city, I've grown to dread it. I think it's the worst part of the game. It's where you can only run and not like magic parkour around. So it's really slow. The city's unnecessarily big. Uh, the it's designed well enough, but it's a lot of like white stone and marble. So everything's quite square. And I think they designed it that way, but how that comes across in a game is I feel like I'm running around a like slightly touched up gray box at right. times. Yeah. Right. Um, and the characters that you, that you can talk to, none of them are really that interesting or well acted. None of them are written that well. None of them have, I did this one side story that was like, I'm going to show you around town. It went for like 25 minutes. I had to feed four goats. I don't even remember what else happened. It was so slow. It's so bad. I love horizon zero dawn. It's nothing like that. Horizon's far more interesting than this. Even the first one? Yes. Oh, no. No, Jeremy, this is... It, it's bad. Right. Side quests are nearly never worth it unless they take you outside of the city. Are they... Like, Combat and exploration, though. So, so, I really dig it. Sorry, just on the side quests. Are they, like... Are they side quests? Or are they, like... You cannot do them, but you'll be very weak. Oh uh, no, it's not. It's not. I don't really feel like it's that kind of an RPG, like a Horizon RPG. Like okay. there, you do have a level, but you you're you're not really getting that much experience from it. Okay. You you can earn experience points by leveling up, which takes a good while, or by there are just like le- like level collectibles in the world. They give you one level point, right. like one like mana point to spend on your spells, and you and they're kind of like. Uh, like crackdown tokens at times. Like they're kind of everywhere. Right. I think the further into the game you get, the less there are um, because they're like, okay, you don't need as much to like test out the new abilities and whatever. Um, but yeah, you don't, you don't need to do the side quest at all. Okay. Um, and a lot of them hardly help you. And, and, but also they don't really tell that much of an interesting story. So um, <laughs> what? Sorry. So sorry. What? I just looked at my Twitter monitor on the side. Yeah. Did you know the German translation for Ocarina of Time is Das Fluten Duten? 
<laughs> no? It's Das Flutenduten. Das Flutenduten? What does that translate to? It's <laughs> probably the time flute or something. German <laughs> Ocarina of Time. <laughs> what the hell? Are you kidding? Is this a bit? You gotta be kidding. Uh, no, it's a bit. Uh, I got done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's very good. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll leave that up to you whether that stays in the no, show it's or not. In the show. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That's Putin doing. Or your face. I was like, did like reviews go up early or something? <laughs> no, I just saw what was the funniest thing I will see this week. So unexpectedly in a moment where I was not supposed to be looking at something else. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, so so that's that's like the, the hub area. Uh the the combat and exploration, I think, are actually there's there's something decent there. Um it reminds me it reminds me of some of my favorite games, like Assassin's Creed 2 and Just Cause 2, where you can kind of go out into the world and there's a lot to do and you could do it or you could completely ignore it. But if you like doing it, there's plenty of it to do of like running over the landscape and she's got these magic parkour skills and where she just kind of like slips over the tops of rocks and like kind of climbs and flips over the sides of them. And like that, that's good enough. It's, it's fine. Um, the controls are a little awkward, but that's okay. Uh, and I think the combat is surprisingly deep. You've got the different types of magic that she can wield. You start with one, the one that you start with, obviously. And, um, and you, you earn more after getting to bigger um, parts of the game. And the different types, like a fire magic, and there's a water magic I think people have seen in the demo, and, and yeah. you start with like a rock magic. Yeah, I, I've, I think I did all of those three in the, yeah. In yeah. the demo. So I, I've, only, I've only played with two of them so far, but, but spending a lot of time with just one of them at the start, learning how like the combos work, you can level them up to like level three. So your charge attacks become stronger. You can level them up with like your basic attack combo and it charges it up immediately to sling it. So, and then using all of your different support abilities, which are on their separate cooldowns. So you can set up the turret and then make yourself put a shield around yourself and then bind people to the floor. And, and then like all that, all that kind of stuff, it, it becomes quite dynamic. The, the dodging system is strange. It's kind of like final fantasy 15 is the most, recognizable analog for me where yeah where like you hold the block button and you dodge yeah and like it's weird but it just kind of means that you're attacking you're attacking and as soon as you need to be dodging you just kind of hold circle in a direction and you're avoiding 90 percent of attacks yeah i didn't love it in 15 and i didn't really love it in forspoken yeah it's strange yeah it's weird it's it's its own thing and i like they obviously like it enough to do it in the second game but like yeah 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 it's not for me i think it's fine yeah. Um, but yeah, it's strange. But yeah, I love how deep it can be with the different types of attacks. Like you get three different striking ones for each um, spell type, and ones like uh, for the rocks, it's like you can like throw like a like a, a burst. They call it a burst shot. It's like wherever you wherever whatever wherever the thing that you throw hits, it explodes kind of, and you charge it up more, it explodes more. Or there's like a minigun mode kind of like lots of pebbles. Or there's a um, a shield mode which I hardly use, and then the the flame one's got like a big blade, or like a spear that you throw, or like a a punch lots mode. Like spending the time with each of them and knowing when I want to do each one, and doing like the combat challenges, and trying to like there's somewhere there's like a like a combat score 
gauntlet thing. And so doing that with like a new power that's better against these types of enemies and I'm this close to the next score. And if I just do it a bit faster this time, I can get it. Like it, it, it's a good hook. It's a good loop. I actually really dig it. Um, the, the problem is that the intro is very long. Uh, the, and then they give a lot of stuff to you quite slowly and they tell you a lot of things quite slowly. So like combos for your attacks and stuff, they don't tell you that for like six hours. And like they don't, t- they don't actually six tell you about hours. fast travel and, until after that as well. You can do it beforehand or they tell you that things unlock fast travel locations, but they don't tell you how to do it so unless you figure it out yourself. And then at some point they're like, oh, you've done that. Now you need to go back to the city. By the way, you can fast travel. It's like, yeah, no, thanks. I know I'm eight hours into the game. I figured it out. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of random stuff like that. This, I don't think it's going to be many people's favorite game. I, 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 this is, it's, it's, it's feeling very much like a six or seven. There will be some people who give it like an eight. I don't think we'll see any tens. Um, and I think there are going to be a lot of people who take issue with this game, unfortunately. But I'm finding myself to be in a similar position to Gotham, Gotham Knights, where I think I'm going to come on this higher than other people do because the mechanical gameplay is sound when you're out in the world. I really like it. There was a thing that that, that made me hate this game when I played the demo. Which, yeah. Which was... So let me get this straight. <laughs> look, look it, it's, it's, it's not far from that. It was the... The sheer venom that happens in every conversation between the Bangles and the main character. Because they yeah. just fucking hated each other and they just talked yeah. shit and they talked down to each other the entire time. And yeah. it was grating against my ears in such a dramatic way. I didn't want to say it, but yes, now that you have said it, I... That is one of my least favorite parts is how rude they are. Because like, they can like talk to each other without other people listening. So they're, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're rude to the people around them. They're rude to each other and they're rude to themselves. Like it's a lot of like, it's a lot of, yeah, but not it, even like fun shit talk. It's yeah, not like the, MCU like, like funny haha. Like it's the, all really snarky. Yeah, like they're, they're sniping at each other the entire time, but in a way that I don't feel like it was in good sport or in good fun. Like is yeah. is it so that that is still in the game? Yes. Is that like is there a reason for that? It's just the tone that's set uh, and and like it it kind of <laughs> like like phrase personality matches with where she's come from. Like She's quite believable. Sure. Cuff being the way he is, or, or they, or whatever, Cuff being the way that the Cuff is, is preposterous. Like, it's, it's a really strange decision. I don't know who decided to make these characters so acerbic, but they, you're right, the, the venom that they have for each other and for the things around them is like, it, it doesn't need to be there and it does detract from the game. It's not fun. Yeah. It's... It's just negative. It's just negativity. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That because that was that was honestly like like I didn't I didn't enjoy the combat at all when I played the demo, and I know that they went back. They really dump you into the deep end with it, like I giving know. you three of the magic types. Like it took me hours to learn one type, but like I actually didn't even like the, the actual world traversal and all that stuff. I I was having just like a bad time basically all the way throughout. Um. But 
the conversations between the cuff and the character, like yeah. that that was the biggest like I think I just don't like this at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not great. I'll um I don't want to talk about it too much because it is still really early release. Um hasn't been out for very long. Yeah, but those those are my my those are kind of that's kind of the long and short of the game, really. Like it's it's those those are the three pillars of the game is is the all of the story and the cutscenes and the characters and stuff in the city. All of the exploration running around interspersed with combat in between. Yeah. I, I like the flow of it. I played it for fun on my own, which is a good mark of a game that's 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 got something to offer. Right. Um but yeah, it was um it was it was it was a little rough there for a little bit. I, I don't I doubt I doubt I'll finish it. Yeah. Uh, that was gonna be my next question. Like like are you gonna... I, what, I think the, the thing that, that I really want to do is I want to I want to unlock all the powers. I want to see all the powers, and I want to get I want to get to grips with each of the different types of 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 spells. Um, I actually really like that. Like I love that they gave me this whole new move set, and then they let me loose on a new biome with all these new enemies, and they were weak to different things and had different attacks. They're a bit stronger, different kinds of, kinds of things. And I'm like I'm 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 into this. I'm I'm here for it. So I do think I'll keep playing it for a bit, um, given the time, but. Yeah, it's um, anytime I'm in the city, man, is is I, I dread it. Do you think we'll see a Forspoken too? I really don't. Do we I think really don't? I th- what happens to this specific creative business unit? I couldn't. I couldn't. Well, no, this is Luminous Productions. Yeah, isn't that? Oh, sorry, right. That, not not a creative business unit, but the studio that made Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, I think it'll do some numbers, but like Square Enix's expectations for their game seem to be quite high at the moment. Um, I doubt this will reach them. Yeah. Yeah. Do we see them in Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> I hope not. I don't really think so. That's one of the other things that got me is like. Why does Frey swear so much? She swears so much. Does she? And it's like, I don't really think it adds that much to the game. Yeah. Like, it's not like when Cloud and Barrett swear. It's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just Frey swearing all the time. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to buy so, yeah. this game. No, I, I, I wouldn't. I think it'll be discounted in a, in, in a relatively, you know, four to six months. I think you'll see it relatively cheap. Because like I thought about right. it leaning into it because I'm like, oh, it's like the the first big game of the year between that and Fire Emblem, and I'm probably more inclined to play something like this than I am Fire Emblem. Knowing my history with buying Fire Emblem games. And I <laughs> um I didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> um and I was like, oh maybe I pick it up. Maybe I just to fuck around in for you know, for like 10, 12 hours. But then I played the demo. <laughs> Yeah. Like that demo was like the death, like the death nail, the nail that the death that 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 demo sealed it for me that I don't want to play. There's a phrase called the death knell. I think it's K N E L L, which I think you're really? leaning on. Maybe. Yeah, death knell. I've never I've never heard of it like that, but perhaps I am. Thinking of that. But you were evoking it. Yeah, I was. The death knell, the tolling of a bell to mark someone's death. I think I probably have heard it as nail in my head because I didn't know nail yeah, was a word. Because what the hell is a nail? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. It's got some fun, like, Bioshock kind of, like, 
unlock chest puzzles where it's just kind of like you know those things where you got like a grid of like puzzle pieces except there's one space missing so you move all of the move all the slots around to like make it work to get this is like there's like a start and an end and you need the you need it to link up and it's cool because there's they show the ratings of them like how easy or hard they are and the hard ones tend to be like puzzle ones where it's like you have to make the right moves at the start or else you kind of break it the the like normal ones though they're fun because there's a lot of wiggle room and you can like shortcut half the pieces and just go like start corner end and then there's all of these guff pieces around the side and they just let you unlock it i'm like oh yeah cool that's fun yeah right yeah nice so yeah we'll see if i see if i end up talking about this more in the coming weeks who knows yeah i don't think i, I don't think i wouldn't bet on it no i i probably wouldn't bet on it either just like a time thing at this point yeah but yeah it, not not to be disregarded entirely but it's not it's not flawless. <laughs> and look, the year it's going to come out in. Yeah, I know. This, I mean, it's good it's coming out now and not later. Sure, but this is going to be a. Um, uh, this is going to be a. I can't believe this game came out this year. Game for sure. Oh right, yeah. Like at the end of the year, we are going to have like a. Oh my god, remember Full Spoken? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is almost a year to the date from playing Arceus. It kind of reminds me of that in a lot of ways, except it's not Pokemon. Yeah, oh, it's like Final <laughs> Fantasy esque. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, and and the one we're getting this year is not going to be like this. Yeah, we're getting a, a, a mainline Final Fantasy and maybe more Final Fantasy VII remake in the next twelve months. So fucking excited. So excited. I'm so fucking excited for 16, dude. Like, <laughs> that game looks so sick. <laughs> All right. I don't, uh, gush, like, we- I don't gush about games like that as like, I think I'm like, genuinely excited for much anymore, but fuck, that game gets me going. Yeah, it does look really good. I need to see more of it like contiguously. I need, I need to see a demo, you know, or like a gameplay presentation. We just haven't seen that. We've just seen great trailers. Last time you demoed a Final Fantasy game, you didn't think it was very good at all. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and then it I, I, your favorite game of all time. Yeah, but yeah, that's right. It's like you and Sonic. <laughs> you thought that game was weird and you got it and now you kind of like it. It's just the intensity was dialed down. We haven't spoken about yet, that, that yet on the podcast. Oh, you're right. Okay, what we're going to do, everyone, is we're, we're going to stop talking and you're going to go back to the podcast. I'm so glad we think X on Y. Uh, I don't know about so, that. So... Uh, I don't have too much else to talk about this week, aside from that. But what have you brought to the table this week, Jeremy? The thing I had the most to talk about was Last of Us, and we kind of put that at the front of the show. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I've been playing an amount of Sonic Frontiers. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Jeremy. And I have thoughts on this game. Okay. So where are you up to? Uh, the second zone. Okay. Like a, a, you a, found a, a, private knuckles. Yeah, yeah. A bit way into the second zone. Oh, that's right. It's, yeah. it's a vet. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, yeah, we've we've spoken about this on the show before, Jeremy. <laughs> knuckles is a vet. Because his his little icons. There's hundreds of them over the map, and they're little war medals for some reason. Someone <laughs> fucked Knuckles' wife while he was on deployment. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what vets do, right? Um, Rouge, no! I have nothing but respect for the troops. Um, yeah. Uh, 
So I've been playing Sonic Frontiers. Um, uh, so when when we were leading up to this game, I remember we were talking about how Breath of the Wild it is and how I was looking mm. at this going like, oh, fuck, like another one. Um, mm-hmm. because of because of my apprehension towards these games. And, Number and, one Breath of the Wild hater is logged on. Yeah. I don't hate that game, but yeah. A um, hater. Uh, and, and, and we were joking about how funny it would be if this was the one that I loved. Yeah. Especially after you got to preview it. At, what was that? Was that DreamHack? No, it was a PAX. Oh, PAX, right. I was yeah. like, what's that one that happened in October? What's that, <laughs> what's that one conference that happened in Australia? Yeah. <laughs> what if I really like this game, Carrie? <laughs> Do you? What if I'm having a really fun time playing it? Do you? <laughs> and I want to play more. I don't. I'm not ready for that possibility. What if I think it's really fun? And I'm just like enjoying the combat and enjoying the world and enjoying running really fast and doing dumb little shit that's not important and then getting to the story that I don't think is particularly great, but like I'm getting through it. And it's like in really enjoyable. Really? <laughs> yeah. Hang on, I just need to pull up some some extra reading here for the audience. Oh, Let me just no. find this. So keep going. Are you, are you looking at my Twitter? Sure um, am. Yeah. I don't think that I even disagree with my original tweets. Um, oh fuck! I know, but I think I think that I'm finding this game engaging enough. Yeah. That it is not actually outstaying its welcome at all. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, like it it is so it is so brain off. Um in a hilarious way. Yeah. Um like I am like like the combat is is there's like three things you do in the combat. It is like homing attack. Oh, fuck, I forgot there was combat in that game. I don't like it. Sorry, go on. There's there's three things you do in the combat. There is the, there is homing attack where Sonic bounces into the enemy. There uh-huh. is draw a circle around the enemy. Yeah. And then there is hover in the air and throw a million like slashes like, of energy. Yeah, you like kick and you like send like waves of air with your kicks. Yeah, and it is the the strongest attack in the history of all video games. Yeah, it also lets you stop engaging with the other forms of attacking, which I loved. Yeah. What if that's enough? <laughs> I mean, honestly, it can be. Yeah. It can be enough. Yeah. What, what? Like, this is like me enjoying Gotham Knights, even though it wasn't a particularly great game. Yeah. And like, what if the world that is densely populated with dumb shit to do is all <laughs> is all like kind of tangentially fun enough that I'm like, yeah, I'll do one of these puzzles and I'll run over there really fast and I'll fight another one of these and then do this combat encounter and do this puzzle yeah. encounter. And uh-huh. what if... So I- let me just... <laughs> I yeah. found the tweet. Go on. Just played Sonic Frontiers at Paxos and it was dot, 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 confused. What a strange game that is trying to do a lot of things but does few of them well. I slipped into voiceover mode at the end there. Do you yeah, hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I still agree with myself. This is a very yeah. Con- that's that's not as scathing as I th- as like outright scathing as I thought it was. I, I was much more scathing on the podcast, but um, I think that the, that was for two reasons. One, the visuals, and I think that I still agree with myself that the the visuals, especially in the first world, fucking suck. That game is ugly as sin. <laughs> and- yeah, it's raining most of the time, and it. It's raining most of the time. Awful. The, the raining is really bad. And the popping is bad. 
Um, and it makes the like grass flicker. Like yeah. it like messes with the textures. Yeah. yeah. It it's it it looks like low resolution death stranding. Um and it, it is it is <laughs> it is not enjoyable to look at. Whereas, There's already an edit of Sonic with low raw, right? Surely, right? Um whereas like you get into like the second uh like world and it's look, it's a bit brighter. There's a little bit a little bit more color. There's a lot more of a different color, that's for sure. Um and uh, I, I've done enough of those like digital little Sonic worlds, which I quite like. I quite like those. I was streaming that game um, when I first played it, and the person who I was streaming for, because there, there was only one viewer, but he stayed there the entire time. Because I hmm. I spoke to him, I'm like, "Oh, have you played this game?" And he goes, "I think it's my favorite game of all time." I'm like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, right." And and bless him, he was lovely. He was so sweet, and he mm-hmm. was talking me through like just, like some of the good things and the bad things on the game. Um, and he goes, uh, what is like, and I'm like, uh, like, do you just jump into, uh, the, like to people streaming this game and see what's around? And he goes, yeah, I just sort of like to watch people playing this game that I really like and have beaten like three times. Um, so this person was jumping in and he was really annoying that like, he was really annoyed that I was staying inside of this, um, these digital worlds because I wanted to like beat it. Which oh is, yeah, you were doing like the gauntlets. Yeah, yeah, and he was like, "No, no, no like you should get out of this. This is boring to watch." I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm having so much fun, and these are really pretty." Oh, well. that's yeah, like, that's like, that's, he, that's he, he your wasn't call. he wasn't being like like harsh about it, but he was like 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 he was like you should probably move on. I'm like, look, maybe. Um, so that was that was fun. Um, mm-hmm. those those visual like delight worlds, I think get more and more interesting because they adapt different Sonic games. Like some of them are from behind the back, some of them from the side. I think that's really cool. I think that's Mm -hmm. fun. Um, I think Sonic's characterization is better in this than he is in most of the Sonic games. Uh, He's not, he's not nearly as annoying as he was in some of the previous ones. He's kind of like, he's a bit like cheeky and like, you know, cocky, but he's not, um, he's not, he's not abrasive. He's fine. Yeah. He's a cartoon How character. shocking was it though to just hear him talk normally? Like, it's just, it's just like, what's his name? Robert Atkin Downs. Yeah. It's just like, it's just Mirage talking. Yeah, like, kind of. Yeah. He's not, hey guys. He's just like, oh, what are we doing over here, guys? It's just like, it's just a dude. Yeah. It's just, it's just Sonic the dude. I, I, like, I kind of, like, I'd seen clips of the show and I was kind of a little bit more ready for what he was going to be. Yeah. So like I didn't I didn't get like oh my god shocked by it, um, mm-hmm. but yeah like it was I'm I'm enjoying him I like the fishing I think big the cat fishing is really fun. Um, oh, you what? <laughs> what I do? <laughs> it's fun. It's, okay, it's relaxing and the music is nice and big the cat's there and what more do you want? How about how the fishing gives you rewards that lets you totally circumvent like. The, the reward progression in the game. No, you just don't have to, just don't engage with it that much. Like, just don't like, don't engage with it to the point that the, that the game breaks. Because at that point, you're doing a lot of the fishing and that's like, not that fun. If, sure. you, if you're only doing fishing to the point that you break the game, then, then you want to break the game. It doesn't take that much fishing to break the game. Sure, but you don't have to like, buy the points. You can just have the currency and enjoy the fishing. 
This is like me trying to tell you to enjoy PUBG, even although it, the because the only thing that's changed is they they said 1.0 instead of 0.9. Yeah, You're just like, oh, you don't have to, you don't have to hate it now. They just changed the name on the front. Yeah, it's not quite like that. Um, the I think Sonic Frontiers is a, still a very confused game. Um, mm-hmm. It is still a very weird game that is still trying to do, I think, too much. Um, but I'm enjoying the moment-to-moment gameplay. I'm yeah, st- I'm it's st- kind of like hats off to you for trying, isn't it? Kind of, yeah. It's like, you know, good on you. You gave it a red-hot crack. I don't think you'll ever do it again, but I'm glad that you managed to make your Breath of the Wild Sonic game, and I'm glad I'm enjoying it enough that I don't think you'll ever make another one, but hey, all right. Um, Some people want to see another one. I know, but Sonic fans are, you know, loose units anyway. Um, I think <laughs> I, I think that... I could see them releasing DLC for this game and that being the the full stop on Sonic Frontiers as a thing. And then they will yeah. do another bad 3D Sonic game and then another one and continue to make good 2D ones. Um, I think it's like a seven, maybe, yeah. maybe like a 7.5. I could, I could, so far, it hasn't outstayed it welcome in any meaningful way that I'm like, yeah, I'll, I want to play more Sonic Frontiers. Have you had any bosses that you're just like, fuck this, I'm out, like... Not particularly. Oh, okay. I had a number of them where I was like, I, this sucks. <laughs> like, I I don't think anything's particularly difficult. I'm also playing on the fastest speed. Like you, Oh, yeah, I forgot you could just change that in the settings. I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, I, I made him... Well, I was like, like, I was streaming the game. I'm like, well, if I'm playing a Sonic, I'm going to play Sonic. And so I cranked everything up to max. Yeah. And then I've been putting all of my currency into make him faster. Yeah. I kind of want to break it a little bit. I kind of want to see like how far, like, can I make this game unplayably fast? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do that. See how we go. Great. Well, I'm glad you're having a great time, Jeremy. So I'm- I don't understand, but I get it. But I don't, but I do. I, I do think there is, there is, there is some good moments of design, like the the bespoke levels. A lot of them are good, and um, and the the through lines they have of these these shortcuts and these grind rails that get unlocked as you go through, as you do the activities across the map, how they string into each other and sort of keep going. And a lot of them are trying to point you into the next thing, into the next thing, so you yeah. kind of don't stop. That stuff's really cool, and it doesn't always work because it's open and you you kind of come at it from any angle sometimes. But sure. when it works, it it's really fun. Yeah, I'm I am at the very least making a lot of progress in this game. <laughs> like <laughs> I know I know what's next, and I'm doing it. And then and like I'll do anything on the way that I bump into. I'm not seeking almost anything out, but I'm there's 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 A and then there is B, and yep. anything between A and B. I'll do it. <laughs> Just no one, no one can stop you. No one can stop me. I'm too fast. Yeah. Um. I have a question for you. Okay. Is this how you expected this to go? <laughs> not. Not in the least. Not in the least. Well, I mean, I had an inkling as soon as you were like, "Oh, what if I get Sonic Frontiers?" I'm like, "Don't do that." But you kept talking about it, and then you did do it, and then you've been playing it for. Just cause, like, it the the writing's kind of been on the wall that this was a distinct possibility. It's it's difficult to reconcile now that it's here, but that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. I'll I'll learn to adapt. It 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 is super weird. 
It is a super. It's still. It's a. It's a fucking strange game that that yeah. is so. It, it, they really swung for something. Yeah, they did. Oh, no wonder you like it. Yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> Someone had a vision and they tried for it. And Even like, if they missed, doesn't matter. And while I like this and I don't like Breath of the Wild, at no point am I saying this is better than Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I'm just saying I, just... I like it more. Yeah. Not that it's better. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I like I like Neil Breen movies more than I like, um, you know, watching Amore. However, that doesn't mean I think Neil Breen movies are better than Amore. Has anyone ever said that Sonic Frontiers is better than Breath of oh, the Wild? Yes, people definitely have. Sonic fans. Because they are some... 15 ways they're the same, pros and cons, uh, can't escape comparisons... You can't escape the comparisons because it is it is lifting. It is lifting aspects. Jeremy, I don't think anyone said it. I think you're the first. I, I, I'm not even the first because I didn't say it. You just said it. I said I didn't, you said you're. Oh no, not better, not better. But you're yeah. liking it more. You're liking it more. I didn't expect it to feel so much like. Yeah, no, I think you. I think. <laughs> yeah. I think you're the first person to say that you like Sonic Frontiers more than you like Breath of the Wild. <laughs> no, no, people, people on here on Twitter, on people on Twitter are saying it. I guess, I guess I wasn't looking the right places. That's fine. I'm pretty happy to just start disregarding Twitter more and more. What else you got, Jeremy? I could talk about the Halo show. I don't have like a like. It's it, that's kind of it. Um, that's fine. I think that's that. I think that will be it by then. I think that's that's about it. Yeah, that at show, that point, I finished that show twenty minutes before we started recording. You sure did. And what do I have to say about it? That show is fucking bad. Bad. That, that is a capital B bad show. Oh no! I kind of like the first episode. I I I don't I don't understand almost any creative decision in this show at all. Okay. Um, and and I am not one to say you need to adapt everything one for one because I don't think you do, especially when changing the medium. Especially when changing the medium. You can make things better. You can change things. You can adjust things. You can mm-hmm. make it a different thing altogether. Mm-hmm. And they tried to do that, except what they replaced it with was so much worse. Oh, no. I'm going to spoil some aspects of the show. Okay. Because at this point, who the fuck is? I I do plan on watching it at some point. Me telling you these things are not going to ruin your enjoyment of this at all. Okay. Because it, the whole thing is just like a wash. <laughs> <laughs> I will be surprised if you finish it genuinely. If we are not What do- if I like Halo more than Andor? <laughs> Don't you dare. Um, so the elephant in the room for the show initially was he takes off his helmet a lot and it's like okay I understand you want to tell the story of the man behind the mask I get it except the story they told was bad the actor they got was boring he's got no 
He's so generic. Like, I put him on one of our thumbnails as a joke, right? Because he's just, like, a generic white man. And like, mm. like they 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 change up like like the race of like a lot of the characters in this show, which I think like for the most part like works quite well. Um, yeah. But wow, they really swung for nothing on this decision, making the huh, titular, no wonder you hate it. Making the titular character not titular character. His name's not Halo, but making the main character. No, it's John Halo. <laughs> making the main character just the most boring default Skyrim motherfucker that has ever existed. And yeah, it's, 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 he's got the Halo mod pack installed. And, and like, what's worse is like, he's re- like, like, I, I don't think he's like, I don't think he's a bad actor. I think he's fine. I don't think yeah. he's, he's anything to write home about. But like the direction that he was told to go in was just nothing. He doesn't emote. He doesn't care he struggles a lot with things and then we'll go back to default. Like it, like he's got two emotions. There is, there, and like, I'm not saying that Master Chief needs to smile, but I'm saying- If you're going to take the mask off. Like at least, at least make him a likable guy or at least make yeah. him cool. Like do one of the two things that he kind of is in the thing. You know, like he's not much of a character in the games, but he's got snarky comments and he's got cool lines. And- yeah. That's all you really need from him, right? Totally. He doesn't And like if you look at if you look at Mandalorian, which is sort of a, the the popular comparison of the masked future armored protagonist who you don't who, who is quite stoic and quite closed off to others and you don't see his face that often. Like Pedro Pascal is doing a lot of acting to show how closed off uh Din Djarin is every time his helmet's off, which is, you know, which you can count on like your hand how many times it happens. Yeah. And and it's like pretty similar each time, but it's a lot of like, I'm not used to doing this and this is a lot and I really shouldn't be doing this, but this is an important moment. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And then you got this guy. You got the most John John man that has ever existed. <laughs> the most John man to play John Halo. Yeah. Um, they created John Halo. They did. He doesn't really do anything. Um, I think getting... Uh, I've forgotten her name. The, the person who does Cortana. Um, the, 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 like, we spoke about this briefly, but like the getting her in to do um, Cortana, I think, was a good decision. And getting her in to do Halsey is not a bad decision, but that being the, oh, yeah. that being the only performance that is extremely familiar, and then having yeah. a really boring voice for Master Chief was jarring, and it never got better. Oh right, okay. Like I feel like if you were gonna get Cortana's voice and and person to act as Cortana, uh, like Kiki get... Wolfkill. No, no, no. no, that's someone, that's <laughs> no, no Sorry, she... I'm reading. A, I'm reading a thing. I was like. Name I recognize. No, she, sorry. She was Go the on. producer um, of, yep. of all of Halo, I think. As soon as I said it. <laughs> um, Kiki Wolfkill, by the way, like that is like a top tier fucking name. Oh, it's outstanding. <laughs> it's such an outstanding fucking... name. That's like up there with like Rip Torn and Dick Wolf. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Jen Taylor. Jen Taylor. I was, I, who play, I, who's I, played Cortana since 2001's Halo Combat Evolved will reply will reprise her role in the series. The entire time I was saying Jennifer Hale, I'm like, it's not Jennifer Hale, but it's Jennifer. No, something. it's not. Um, get Steve Downs to do the voice of Chief or something, right? Like, just <laughs> yeah, lip sync him. Like, honestly, why not make it a voice? 
helmet modifier or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, they they continue the trend of the first person shots throughout the season. It's always bad. Um, mm. It is never once good. In the final episode, we just got the most fights, which look like shit ass Avengers fights. I have seen some of them and they look brushed and bad. They're, yeah. they're, they're not good. And like, I, I know what you're doing. I see what you're trying to do, but you, you didn't have enough to land it that you maybe shouldn't have done it at all. Yeah. Um, like maybe once. <laughs> this weird arc of this person who was kidnapped by the Covenant and then sent back to like the humans to to be like an infiltrator and develop a weird romantic relationship with Master Chief and then they have sex and then it like all of this is not good. <laughs> None of this <laughs> is good. It is the most television ass television decision to make your character that was the most like prick of a person. Well like like the like the, the least horny character ever to, yes. To suddenly desire like sexual intimacy. Uh-huh. And then it inadvertently caused the fall of reach. Um is like oh, really <laughs> kinda Holy shit. And like they've lent all in on the chosen one narrative for Chief in a way that isn't good because it was always kind of a bit vague in the in the thing. You know, they call Yeah, him, I never liked that part of Halo. They call him demon and they call him heretic. And there is a level sure. of self-professing self self-fulfilling prophecy that Halo liked to toe that line of like they're calling him demon because he's being the demon, and he's being the demon because they're calling him demon. Yeah. That always works for me. I love that. I think that's great. Yeah. In this like, 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 motherfucker is like child of God level. Like, has a connection oh. to like artifacts that no one else can do. Um, that sucks. Yes, yes, it does. Um, there's a lot of B plots that never go anywhere. Like, they start uh-huh. off that show with all of this. Like, you know, the UNSC is fighting the, um, the insurgency. By the way, the optics of the hero being this white guy coming in and killing a lot of non-white characters is mighty bad. Um, they don't. They don't kill any of those. They don't kill any of those characters in that first episode. They're the villains, though. <laughs> I don't think they are. Yeah, but like they're portrayed that way in in those scenes. Like they are like they are freedom fighting in a way that is like like not the right way sort of thing. Chief is like oh. kind of like it it's 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 a bad look. I, I didn't I didn't get that from the first episode, but I, I, I don't think it's an invalid take. Yeah. Um it's the whole thing is it's it's a mess. It's a fucking Damn. mess. And and I and I'm getting to the end of the show being like like look, they're picking up the pace a little bit. You see Halo twice, they never go there. It's they were just I don't think a very good decision. Like he like Chief, Chief visits there once in like so twice in like a vision, but like they have not reached Halo yet. They've only just found out where it is at the end of the final episode. Um, the uh, changing Miranda keys from like this this military leader to like science nerd, mm. um, is not I don't think good or useful because then she really doesn't have anything to do. Yeah, Miranda Keys is awesome yeah, in the games. She barely does anything. Um, mm. uh, they don't do enough, I think, with Lord Hood. Okay. Um, oh, I'm not sure if Lord is the first name or the title. Hood, 
is like 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 she's a woman in the show. Like she's like I think I think not cast. Oh uh, um, yeah. Uh, like I, th- I think her casting is 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 pretty good, um. But like I think they need to make her like tougher. Like I think like like have you seen many of the DC movies with Amanda Waller in a with, with Amanda Waller in it? Uh, a little bit, yes. Yeah, like like they need to make her her. Like Amanda Waller, like like will will put you fucking down, right? Like yeah. Lord Hood is kind of not an antagonist, but like is a is a is a speed bump for a lot of the characters in the show. Um, yeah. Because like Chief goes rogue really early in the show, and it's like oh so my God, early. we're already doing this, and it takes for fucking ever. And then he's he's stripped of his armor for like three episodes, and it's like <laughs> it is like oh my fucking god, what are we doing? Yeah, um, th- th- it's like I don't get it. I yep. don't. I don't understand. And I understand that they said that they they purposely didn't want to bring much of the the original story in yeah but they're borrowing so much and yet not doing it well Mm -hmm. i can say that uh lord hood's name uh it's interesting because the top of the wikipedia of halopedia says terence hood but like his his ranks is fleet admiral and chief of naval operations chairman of the unsc security council so, like, he doesn't have any rank of lord. I don't think he's a fleet admiral lord. I think he is fleet admiral Lord Terence Hood. Yeah, maybe, maybe he was like a like. It's like how like Sir David Attenborough, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe he was like knighted or something. Oh, here we go. He's a British noble. Oh, so he is right. Yeah, there we go. Funny. So he's a lord. Yeah. So he's he's got a military ranking and a and and like a like a sovereignty ranking. Yeah, yeah. I suppose I suppose I guess in stuff in situations like that you can you can call them both. Yeah, like or either. Yeah, you right. should complete a doctorate. <laughs> Fleet Admiral Lord Doctor Terence Hood, <laughs> PhD. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, that's I'm sad to hear it. I thought I was watching this and people saying it's like nothing. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if I'd still like it. And I feel like I might still like it because I'm pretty, I could be pretty generous in my reception of things, but. It just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't give you anything. It sounds like it doesn't do anything. Like th- this is the thing. If there was something for me to hold on to, if there was something that's like, I'm into this plot line, I wasn't like, I didn't mind. There's the, there's a plot line with it, with an ex Spartan. Um, played by, um, he played like one of the shockers in Spider-Man Homecoming and he's been in a, um, oh, his fucking name is, is leaving me. Um, Halo show. Uh, his name is. First or the second shocker? Second one. Mm. Bokeem Woodbine. He's like, he's kind of neat. He's got a cool angle on stuff, but he's sort of disappears halfway through the show. Yeah, I totally forgot. They've got they've got blue team in this, don't they? Uh, I don't remember. They do. Still, oh, but they've got like they they've got like team. Chiefs team, and they have another team. Oh, there's 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 there's, there's plenty Spartans in the show. Mm. Um, also, I don't think that really adds anything. I'm not saying that you no. need to have Chief only, but like I'm saying, like this team dynamic, like these 
these people seem like they fucking hate each other. <laughs> like, like, right. like they all hated Chief because he betrayed them because he went rogue for a while. And then one of the others, Kai, then also went rogue following in Chief's footsteps, but like never caught up with Chief. And so Kai and Chief don't really have much of a bonding experience. And then they all fall back into the same team in the final fight. And the first thing they do is joke about like, yeah, I was going to kill you. And they're like, weren't you going to kill me? And like, no, I would have killed you, but I would have felt bad about it. And I'm like, like, this isn't like, this isn't buddy. This is just, you actually, were going to kill each other. Yeah. That's just strange. Um, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I'll watch the second I look forward season. to watching it. Yeah. I'll watch the second. You'll season. watch it. I'll watch it. I'll hate watch it. Great. Um, Sounds like a you thing to do. I mean, look, it took me months to get through the first season and usually I'm actually, sure. not, I'm usually not that slow with shows, but this, I, I was like, I've got in me one episode and then I'm going to do something yeah. else. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh dear. Well, thank you for that PSA. PSA. Don't watch the Halo show. <laughs> Unless you want to be appalled. Yeah. Well, Everyone, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Devs, if you if you did hear that one, if you're responsible for the future development of Halo, any of those ideas, remember, if you liked any of them, you can have them. They're yours. You can have those ones. This week, on you can have this one. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all for being here. Uh, we're going we're gonna to get on out of here. Um, I'm going off script, and that's bad. Let, let's just pretend I didn't say, we're going to get on out of here, and I'm going to start reading off the paper, okay? Here we go. Yeah. Pardon me, I dropped something. The best way to make sure you don't miss an episode of the Minimap Cast is to follow us on our socials. Next week, uh, we are doing another episode. What are we doing next week? We are, are we are maybe going to be looking at the Xbox Showcase. That should have happened by that point in time, right? By the 30th? Yeah, yeah. It, it's, uh, I believe the, t- the morning of the 27th is when the Showcase is happening. Or the, the morning mo- of the 27th. Or the morning of the 26th. Hang on, you can find that out by going to uh, any of our social media accounts where I posted about where the uh, Xbox showcase is happening. Oh, there you go. On our social accounts like TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram. Uh, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram. There's one more. Twitter. Twitter. Uh, all of those are at MinimapAU for the accounts for the Minimap account. Uh, you can also follow us individually. It is the morning of the but- 26th. Morning of the 26th in Australia. That is close. It's a few days away. So we'll, depending, if there's enough to talk about, that'll be the topic of the show. Um, if it's a complete flop, then we won't. But we'll come, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Uh, if you want to follow us individually, we're on Twitter. We're both there. Jeremy, where can they follow you? Uh, at obi one Jez. You can follow me at KJPalmer underscore 24. You can also head to minimap.com.au for absolutely everything else Minimap related, including the Minidisc podcast and the latest article we just published, which is still <laughs> Final Fantasy VII review. Well, next week, there'll be, there'll, there'll be a new one next week. Yeah, I got a preview coming out. Yeah, Jeremy's got a preview coming out. And in the next two weeks, we will have a new episode of the Minidisc podcast. So get ready, everybody. We'll be playing The Artful Escape. Uh, we will be playing it with Alex, who's on the show, who rather was in the chat. We've been talking with, we've been hanging out with him all all day. So we're gonna we're gonna you're gonna be able to see and 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 hear them and listen to our thoughts on that. 
when it comes out. So look forward to that one. Uh, for those of you who are here with us live on Twitch, stick around. We're about to start the post show. For those of you listening uh, later, make sure to give us those oh-so-tasty five-star ratings. It helps out a lot. Uh, it sticks and up on you every episode, doesn't it? Every episode, and it's so funny and so weird. <laughs> and consider joining us next week for the live show. It's a good time. It, you can see the, the person who was here before who got really angry at us for not responding. Uh, <laughs> so lastly... Funny. You can also support us on Patreon if you want to help keep the lights and mics on. You could do that by heading on over to patreon.com slash minimapau. And for five Australian dollars, you'll get 24 hours early access for all episodes of the Minimap cast, as well as some other benefits, all while helping us out greatly. Uh, yeah, thank you so much, everyone. Have a have a good rest of your week. Stay cool. Stay, stay safe indoors. Slip, slop, slap. And uh, we'll see you next week. Stay frosty sunscreen advice. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>